Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Great day for talk radio. Can't do better than blue skies and sunny ways ahead, my friend. Sunny ways indeed. You know, I think the liberals actually uh, dodged somewhat of a bullet here on this whole Mark Norman thing uh, because whatever was about to be revealed in the case as the defense was asking for, you know, internal missives between the PMO and uh, all the mucky mucks surrounding the prime minister, it looked like uh, this might also have its, uh, well, these revelations might not actually accrue to the benefit of the prime minister and the governing party, especially with an election in the offing. That is something uh, we will discuss a little later in the program as a topic worthy of discussion. I noticed, so the uh, defense lawyer for Vice Admiral, my Vice Admiral uh, Mark Norman in a press conference afterwards saying it was time to say sorry for all of those who were involved with the delay and controversy surrounding this trial. Wow, the delay. It's just a couple of years. You want a delay. Our friend Mark Stein, who's joining us after 5 o'clock, he's been in litigation, I guess, over this hockey stick graph. And uh, Michael Mann, the University of Pittsburgh, I guess, scientist, who's, uh, and I'm not even sure he's a scientist, but that thing's been dragging on for about nine years now. <laughs> he's going to relegate that case to his heirs. They're going to fight it. Anyway, speaking of heirs, uh, it's uh, interesting that we've got the seventh in line to the throne, the baby Sussex has now been named, where Harry and uh, his bride have decided upon Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. So he's Archie, like in the comics. Somebody said, where's Jughead? I said, hey, leave his granddad out of this. Uh, but that is the kid's name, for better or for worse. I mean, it's kind of charming, I think. Other things we wanted to talk about, some we already have, have to do with the trucking industry and how there's a a call for uniformity and standardized uh, types of protocols for the trucking industry to govern them because in the aftermath of this Humboldt tragedy, uh, it surfaced with a petition, no less, of uh, many signatories so far, 7,000, I guess, and counting, that there ought to be uh, trucking regulations countrywide and equal throughout that involve, amongst other things, making the trucking industry a skilled trade. Let's find out how that sits with Stephen Laskowski. He's the president of the Canadian Trucking Alliance. Stephen, good to have you back with us. Good afternoon. Thanks a lot for having me on, John. All right. Uh, I don't know if you followed this petition. Are you aware of it, uh, what they're calling for, because they want enhanced uh, security and training and, uh, when I say, the industry to become a skilled trade? How do you see it? Well, uh, we have been following the, this petition, and uh, it covers a lot of ground from, uh, as you mentioned, from uh, having standardized uh, testing protocols to become a commercial truck driver from coast to coast, right to the aspect of, of being a skilled trade. Uh, you know, I, we can comment on the skilled trade separately. I'll start with the standardization of training, uh, and that is being done. Uh, in Earlier this year, Transport Minister Mark Arnault announced uh, to the public that uh, the Canadian trucking industry and all the provinces would work towards a deadline to have in place national standards for testings from coast to coast by January 1 of 2020. Work is underway, uh, a lot more work over the summer and fall, uh, but we are progressing towards uh, that goal. 
Okay, national standards 2020, that would be uh, something then. I mean, a lot of this then uh, would be addressed, I guess. Now, you said you wanted to separately answer to the skilled trade. I'm curious, if it were uh, to be deemed a skilled trade, how would that change the equation in terms of, uh, you know, professional certification, for example? For the, the, that's an excellent question, John. That the, the identity of skilled trade takes on a separate meaning in terms of hours of training, both uh, prior to licensing and afterwards. And what we're doing as an industry is working towards the element of elevating our industry towards a skilled trade. Uh, that aspect is also underway. All right. Well, another one is a graduated licensed training program is what, again, the petitioners are calling for. Uh, they cite by way of example, somebody could get certified in Saskatchewan, and then they're hauling logs through mountain passes in B.C. on icy roads with a heavy load like logs uh, that is apt to, you know, pitch and roll and all the rest of that. They're not trained for that specifically. Isn't that a gap in the system? So uh, it may be a gap in the licensing system, but definitely not a gap amongst uh, the vast majority of trucking companies that would hire an individual to operate, whether it's B-train configuration, longer combination vehicles, et cetera, tanker trucks, that all have different operating uh, properties or, or characteristics. Now, that issue will no doubt be, be a source of topic between now and Jan 1 of 2020, when all the provinces sit down to discuss the idea of standardizing licensing from coast to coast. Well, you know, when you cite uh, trucking companies' hiring practices, I mean, I just need to dial back to the Humboldt tragedy. Uh, Buddy was behind the wheel with the semi hauling all that peat moss, and what did he have, two weeks of training? Yep, John, and and as as you and I have discussed uh, on the air and discussed, uh, I've discussed with governments, uh, that type of practice is not acceptable to our industry, nor are we we protecting it. And that goes to more to the issue of who is actually getting the, the right to operate trucks on roads and ownership. And what we're calling for as an industry is more oversight of who gets into our industry and then actually the oversight of trucking companies operating on the roads. The vast majority Majority of trucking fleets do not need to be told of how to how to uh, train individuals to oversee their fleets from a safety perspective. Unfortunately, there are some who get into our industry with no concept of the idea of safety, and quite frankly, John, not a commitment to it, and that needs to change. Well, are the penalties stiff enough? For example, I guess in Calgary, the owner uh, of the the trucking company for whom this individual uh, drove, he lost his license to operate, didn't he? He, he did. Uh, the issue is uh, is not just the idea of the consequences, but ensuring that those consequences are real. So what I mean by that, John, we can have all the rules we want. If they're not enforced vigorously, then we have issues. All right. Uh, would there be, and you know, when you talk about enforcement, it's obviously a question of whether or not there are uh, enough people adequately staffing uh the whole department to oversee trucking and, you know, uh, make sure they're monitoring and auditing and all the rest of that. Uh, When it comes to that, would you like to see that be a federal bureaucracy, uh, provincially regulated, or should it be uh, privatized, you know, uh, farmed out? How do you see that working? So do I got about an hour with you, John? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Uh, 
<laughs> so I'll, I'll answer it this way. The trucking industry, for the most part, is federally regulated with the delegation of, of responsibility of enforcement to the provinces. What we're saying as, as an industry is that we do recognize that there are limited resources of government. However, there are methods that, that uh, can be used from other sectors that would provide more oversight, more uh, data and information for enforcement people to target individual trucking fleets that are showing an inability to follow the rules. The vast majority of do. So let's find out ways to use data and how we can get data to provincial regulators that would allow them to, to say, here's the bottom 10% of the industry. We know where they are. We know who they, how they operate. So let's focus enforcement on them. And again, the Canadian Trucking Alliance and the Ontario Trucking Association are working with governments from coast to coast of how to implement such a system. i got to let you run, but before I do, I've got to ask another question I broached uh, earlier last hour when a trucker called in. You know, the provincial government here in Ontario is deciding they uh, want to make I guess uh, because it's open for business and they want to expedite things, they're going to raise the speed limit on 400 series of highways to 120 clicks per hour. Uh, now, I know the trucks are governed, I guess, at 105, aren't they? Would you like to see that bumped up you know, slightly or significantly? Uh, no, the, the actual pilot project that the government is talking about uh, does not apply to commercial uh, motor vehicles, and the Ontario Trucking Asso- uh, Association strongly supports the, uh, the current rule of governing all trucks at 105 kilometers an hour. What do you do if you find somebody's beating the governor, uh, I mean, in the sense of maybe an older truck, or uh, I don't know if they can dismantle it, can they? You know, John, we are working with the province on uh, modernizing enforcement to ensure people are not beating the system. All right. Well, I'll take it as an article of faith, Stephen. You haven't lied to me in the past. Uh, (laughs) I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you very much, John, and I appreciate the opportunity. All right. We'll see where uh, the developments go on that front when it comes to regulating safety in the trucking industry. Stephen Laskowski, president of the Canadian Trucking Alliance. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.